This episode of TC Spotlight is proudly supported and produced by Media Mix Solutions, your premier source for audiovisual consulting and training in the Twin Counties. Welcome everyone to the next episode of TC Spotlight, where we're shining the spotlight on people doing positive and interesting things in the Twin Counties. We have a very special guest today. Everyone who lives in the Twin Counties should be familiar with North Carolina Wesleyan. You might have previously known it as college, now it's university. We're joined today by President Dr. Duff. Dr. Duff, thanks for being with us. Um, Could you tell us how did you end up in the Twin Counties? Absolutely. Thank you for inviting me to be a part of the podcast today. Um, So I actually moved to the Twin Counties um, when I became president of North Carolina Wesleyan College, now University. Um, have worked for uh, Wesleyan for this my 13th year, but previously uh, lived in other counties. Um, but when I became president, I moved here in the spring of 2020. Uh, the best time. That was, a, that was a good time. Yeah, yeah, the best time to move. Yeah. Um, so you were you've been at Wesleyan for 13 years. What what other roles have you had at Wesleyan before being the president? Uh, Certainly. So I started here um, in February um, 2011 as the VP of Adult Studies. I had previously worked um, at a previous institution, and um, so they brought me on as VP of Adult Studies to grow the adult program. Um, And we did that um, by growing locations and growing academic programs uh, tailored towards working adults. Uh, And then uh, after my first year here, I had the opportunity to be the interim provost. We had a change in our provost office, did that for a year, uh, was asked to stay on, but wanted, uh, I really wanted to go back to um, continue to grow the adult program, which is what I was originally hired for. Um, And then in 2016, um, through another change, had the opportunity to be provost again and took that on full time until uh, 2019, summer of 2019, and that's when I became interim president. Can you explain what a provost is for sure, listeners yeah. who aren't familiar with that term? Um, it, it is essentially the person who oversees all of the academic programs, the faculty, the library. Um, it's different at different schools. Sometimes the provost also oversees student affairs, but in my case, it was just the academic programs and the faculty. Gotcha. Um, so everyone, yeah, like I said, who lives in the Twin Counties is probably familiar with Wesleyan to a certain extent, but can can you give us a little bit of background about, you know, why Wesleyan was founded, who founded it, kind of its its origins? Certainly. So um, in the 1950s um, in North Carolina, there was a movement to um, develop multiple um, nonprofit church-affiliated uh, institutions. Um, and so the Methodist Church was a big um, component of that, along with respected families in our community who wanted to fulfill that mission as well. And so there were several things happening in the state um, regarding that, So, which is why Lewisburg College, um, Methodist University, and uh, Wesleyan were all founded pretty much within the same time frame, you know, the mid-50s, early to mid-50s. And uh, so... To my knowledge, they originally were looking at Goldsboro, and that may have had some initial interest, but we settled in Rocky Mount due to the uh, Braswell family and some other families who donated this great um, over 200-acre property that we now sit on. And so it's due to lots of sacrifice and donations and support from the community and the families 
in Rocky Mount, many of which are still have um, descendants here. And um, so that's kind of how we got started. Again, it was uh, Methodist affiliated. We're still a Methodist affiliated institution. Uh, and um, through the church and through the families, we, uh, we came about in 1956. We've been in existence since our 66th year. Um, and we started our adult programs in the 1970s. So we've been doing that for over 45 years. So recently the school went from college to university. Um, can you explain kind of what that means and what that means for the future of Wesleyan? Absolutely. Uh, so a lot of times uh, people have people think that university means research one institution, a state school, ECU, NC State, and that is true um, for those institutions. But smaller private schools have also adopted university when they have moved into um, graduate programming, when they offer different modes of delivery, such as accelerated classes, online classes. Um, and so we've done a lot of those things um, recently, but also have been doing some of those things for many years. So we've served multiple populations of students. Um, we have a large international base. We focus on undergraduate research, that is one-on-one -on -one, uh, mentoring and research between faculty and students. Uh, we um, are still a teaching-focused institution, so we, we don't require our faculty to do research and have teaching assistants in the classrooms like you'll find at some of those research one institutions. It is faculty-driven, um, and uh, as far as the one-on-one -on -one mentoring with students and, and the research. So we've been doing many of the components that signify what university um, stands for in a small private college, and we're going to continue to grow those areas, provide those opportunities, and to grow graduate programming. So you mentioned when you were brought on at Wesleyan, it was to oversee the adult program, and uh, it's been going on for over 40 years, um, which which has to be pretty remarkable compared to other institutions. Um, can you explain, though, because most people probably when they think of Wesleyan, at least locally, think of the on-campus traditional program. Can you explain, can you go into more detail about what the adult program is, um, you know, who that population is taking those courses, and then also the these uh, the master's programs that have started to be added. Can you can you just kind of expand on that portion of Wesleyan that maybe isn't isn't seen every day by the local community? Absolutely. So yes, we have been serving um, a, you know essentially working adults. Um, we our program is Adult and Professional Studies or APS for short, um, and we serve those working adults who you know life. Um, came first versus their education and that that's true for many of us and we have provided opportunities for them to complete their education um, at night um, in an accelerated format or online uh, and we have typically greater transfer um, opportunities for those students compared to the more traditional higher ed models. Uh, we have been doing that uh, since the mid-70s. We probably were one of the pioneers in the state um, to, to do that, and, and typically smaller private schools have led that um, across the country. Uh, we, um, in, in many ways, our adult population has been larger than our traditional population. And we have uh, satellite campuses. When I came on in 2011, we had satellite campuses in Goldsboro and in uh, Durham, or Raleigh-Durham. 
And when I came on board, we started to partner more strategically with community colleges across the state. Um, and typically this was between uh, Raleigh uh, and the coast. Uh, and so we started offering bachelor degree programs on the community college sites, um, campuses, with personnel staffed full-time in those locations. We um, have started now to grow a little bit on the western side of the state, working with Forsyth Tech Community College and expanding our transfer um, articulation partnership agreements with community colleges on the west side of the state. So we really have adult students all over the state studying um, with Wesleyan, um, completing their degrees with Wesleyan, and our graduate programming started in 2017 with our Master's of Science in Criminal Justice. Uh, then in 2018, we added a Master's of Business Administration. Uh, and most recently, we have um, approved a Master's of Public Health, uh, which is pending SACS approval. And SACS is uh, Southern Association of Colleges and Schools. Uh, we're, it's pending their approval, um, but we suspect it will go well, and we're taking uh, you know, inquiries, interest in that program now. Uh, and then our faculty very recently, last week, approved a Master's of Strategic Leadership, um, and that is a little different than the MBA. It's for a different um, outcome uh, regarding what people want to accomplish with that particular degree, uh, and that... Um, will not need um, specific accreditation approval since we do offer the MBA and we anticipate that going live this summer. So you mentioned some of these new programs. Are there any other initiatives underway right now that uh, that you would want the community to know about? Yeah, so we have um, like in general or just graduate programming specific? Uh, both. Okay, yeah. okay, we, we can. Give us both. the full picture. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, for graduate programming, we, um, continually have faculty reviewing um, what are some great opportunities for us to explore. Um, and they're looking at anything from potential counseling um, to nursing. Um, but again, conversations are, are being had, research is being done. I don't want the community to think those programs are coming online in the next month or anything like that. Um, but we're continuing to look at all possible graduate options at the master's level um, at this at this point. Regarding other programs here uh, at Wesleyan, uh, we uh, we're pretty proud to have um, have implemented a practical skills academy, and so this is essentially a program um, that provides students with the skills they may need that you don't necessarily learn in your typical degree program. Um, and that could be, you know, what is it better to lease or buy a car? Um, when you go to negotiate your first employment contract, how do you do that? Um, what is the best way and the best information to put on your uh, W-4s so that you don't owe more taxes than you need to owe? The things that make you successful in life, uh, should you invest? What should you invest in? Um, that again may not be taught in, in many of our courses. So we, we offer that as an opportunity for students to become uh, well-rounded um, and successful. Um, and as part of that program, we also have a resident expert um, uh, piece to that where we bring in high-level industry professionals to come in and mentor our students and speak with them and to help them 
um, again, navigate life in general. So if anyone's driven by Wesleyan in the past couple of years, uh, even, even during COVID, a um, lot of construction going on here. Can you, can you speak to some of the more recent uh, buildings or spaces that, ha- that have been constructed recently? Absolutely. So since 2020, um, we have a brand new um, indoor sports and education facility. Some people refer to it as the White Dome. Um, early on, people... Um, wondered if it was a COVID hospital, um, but it is not. Uh, so we have our indoor tennis facility there, indoor squash courts, our exercise science and health promotion programs are in that building. We have uh, state-of-the-art lab space for those students who are who are learning exercise science. We have a new stadium, um, which is a multi-phase process, but we do have our turf field where we play our football and lacrosse games, women's lacrosse. Uh, and that is a multi-phase, so there will be other construction around that to make it a full-on stadium in years to come. Uh, if any of your listeners would like to support that project or other academic projects, we are we're more than happy to to talk with those people. Um, uh, we have a new Shaw Learning Center, which was from a trust um, from a physician previously here in Rocky Mount. Um, who de- who, whose trust gave us upwards of $4 million to build a new academic building, to have an endowed professorship, and to provide scholarships for pre-vet students. Um, so those are our three main buildings. We've also been able to do some, some significant renovations to our dorms due to um, the sale of the Wesleyan Inn, which we no longer use, but we're... Um, uh, the Jen family who who did, who gave us who donated the Wesleyan into us um, really helped us to transform our dorm. So definitely lots of projects. All of it's donor driven. The college has not gone into debt to to build those, um, and we're, so we're, we're very grateful for our community for supporting us. So as president of an institution, uh, I'm sure you're uh, a visionary, which is probably the reason why they gave you the job instead of someone else. Um, so I'm sure you often think about what the future holds for Wesleyan. Where do you see five years from now? Where do you see, where do you see Wesleyan continuing to, to grow? Uh, what changes do you see occurring just at the, at the macro scale, I guess, for education in general? Um, I know that's a big question, but you know, what, what are your thoughts on where, where higher education is heading and specifically for Wesleyan? So I'll speak, maybe I will speak about higher ed in general and then Wesleyan. So I, I do think higher education is going to have to be more innovative and more creative than it has been and move probably much faster than it has ever moved previously as far as innovation goes. Um, students are learning very differently today than they did 20 years ago. Um, uh the way they can attain information and digest information is very different than it used to be. Um, and institutions have to be prepared for that and, and understand that, um, that there are many different ways to educate students beyond the traditional lecture format. And so I think that institutions are going to have to get in front of that and um, it's going to make people uncomfortable. It's going to make um, people who see education as, you know, just one path, you know, they're going to have to think very differently about how we educate students. And I think that's true for traditional as for, as well as adult students. Um, 
the thing Wesleyan is doing in this is very surface level. Um, and that, so and, and I appreciate the, the visionary comment, but I, you know, it certainly takes the, you know, everyone here to, to really move forward with strategic planning initiatives, um, that help create those visions. But, um, surface level, I would love for the traditional program, um, where we sit anywhere between 700 and 800 students right now. A lot of that was due to we were a little over a thousand prior to the pandemic. So I think that had an impact, but I, I would like to get us back up to that thousand to 1200 student um, population here on the traditional campus and really be focused on meeting the needs of, of that population. Um, meaning I, I don't have aspirations to grow to five, six, 7,000 traditional students. I, I think our intent and purpose was to be somewhere around that 1200 number. Um, maybe 2,000 max at some point in the future. But our true growth, I think, comes from our adult studies program um, and trying to reach as many uh, North Carolinians as possible, certainly as many as we can in the Twin Counties, um, to meet um, thresholds that that need to be met from a higher education standpoint to help people. You know, education is is the number one thing that will help with poverty, that will help... Uh, take people to a different um, socioeconomic status that will help organizations have a, a well-educated and well-informed uh, population to be efficient and effective in whatever their operations are. And we want to be the leader in helping the Twin Counties and the state to, to educate those students. So, um, you know, our adult population could easily grow to three, four, five thousand 5,000 students. Um, if if we're offering um, a product that is desirable, that has great outcomes, and that is affordable. And so those are the things we're going to have to address. And I would say graduate programming feeds into that. And, um, you know, right now we're four graduate programs strong. I suspect that may double um, in the next couple of years, maybe even get up to eight or ten. Uh, so that that'll be our focus. So uh, we saw a press release the other day about uh, a summer initiative, both for the nursing program and for adult students in general. Um, wanted to ask you about that. There was mention of free tuition. Uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up because that that is a great way for people to kind of um, uh, get their feet wet if if they're not sure, and it addresses the affordability issue. So we we were provided some some funds that allow us if you are a new adult student. Um, or even a student that was a Wesleyan student, but maybe you've been sitting out for a year or two because you didn't have the funds to finish your degree. You can come back this summer completely tuition free, no strings attached. Um, you can take up to 15 hours. Um, you do have to pay for your books, but your tuition is completely paid for. Um, and so that's a great way to finish your degree, start your degree, pick up a certificate, um, again, at really no cost. And then for our RN to BSN, which is a BSN, Bachelor of Science Nursing program for working um, nurses who maybe they got their associate's degree in nursing, they're a licensed nurse, they're working. Um, we are able to provide them with one of the most affordable programs in the state for RN to BSN. The most affordable program that I'm aware of is at UNCW and the cost we will be able to provide 
R&BSN students who join our program in May. So May is kind of the key date here. If they if they enter our May 2023 cohort, they will get a cost almost equivalent to UNCW's. Plus, our program does not have a language, uh, foreign language requirement or a statistics requirement um, that other institutions require. So it really provides um, nurses in our area an opportunity to come into the program at a very affordable cost and uh, complete the program within 12 months, 100% online. So uh, I don't want to take up any more of your time. Uh, you've been extremely generous with that, but I did have... Uh, I'll make up three last questions, but I'll ask it all as one question. You can answer in any order you want. Um, what's your favorite thing about Wesleyan working here? Just, you know, answer that however you want. Uh, and then when history looks back on your presidency here, what is it you hope uh, people say about it and uh, remember about it? And then uh, the final one is, uh, are you the best dressed man in the Twin Counties? <laughs> Um, I'll answer that the last one is yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> you don't have to answer. You don't have to be. Don't, you don't have to be modest. I, I will. I will say that last question. Um, I've certainly had um, some great advice um, from members of the community um, and our board to to make sure that you dress to impress. So I I do that, but that's not to say that I do not love to dress down uh, when I go to athletic events on campus or spend time with students. I want to be relatable to them. Um, so. The first question about what do I like most about uh, Wesleyan, um, it is truly, um, without being cliche, the people, and that's not just the people I work with, but it's the students that I'm able to have an impact on. And that's both our traditional students here that I pass every day to our adult students um, who we serve across the state. Um, and knowing that I can have an impact on the lives of others, whether they're faculty, staff, or students, is is pretty uh pretty powerful to me and i i really love that um in the future um five years ten years whatever that is i i don't know that i um want people to look back and say oh this president did this or or you know evan did this i, I really want them to say um that the people during this time frame really came together as a team collaborated and transformed Wesleyan from a college that was a backup college for students, that was a last chance college for students. Um, and not to say that that is our reputation. That is to say, I've heard that from students in years past. And what I want to become is a university of choice, a university of excellence. Um, and so I hope people look back and say, during that time frame, things were done and implemented and seeds were planted um, to, to make those things happen. Um, and so um, that is what I hope. Um, and uh, again, it, it is a combination of those that work here, those who have a passion for Wesley and those in the community that care about us and support us. Um, it takes all of us to, to make that happen. And I should ask, last question, where, where can people go to find out more information about Wesleyan? Oh, absolutely. So one of the things I hear in the community all the time is we didn't know that was happening. Um, and we do our best to get everything out on social media and on our website, but certainly our website, um, NCWC, and I know it's still C, we're working on making that U. It takes a lot of technology and back-end stuff to do that, but ncwc.edu. Um, 
a wealth of information on our website, updates all the time, news releases on there, but also all of our social media platforms, um, Facebook, uh, Instagram, um, TikTok. Some of you may not know what that is. You can Google that, but lots of social media platforms. And um, you just, you in those platforms, you just search North Carolina Wesleyan University and you'll get our main, our main um, sites and you can like them and you'll get updated on everything that's happening here at Wesleyan. Awesome. Well, well, thank you, Dr. Duff, again for your time. And uh, thank you for all you're doing for Wesleyan and for the Twin Counties. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here and glad to share the news. Absolutely. See you next time, listeners.